Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? Am I Reister or am I wrong? Today, Mark Davis puts a cramp in Roger Goodell's style. He wanted to cover up the Washington football team investigation and make it so John Gruden was the only person that faced any consequences. Well, guess what? He just blew up the spot. Um, NBA fouls have been a source of problems and and frustration for many NBA fans especially the casual fans but now they are changing and James Harden is pissed uh Charlie Kirk answers a question about a civil war and we are here to tell you there's not a civil war coming people slow down uh Buzz Lightyear starts is today our cancel or consequence yes that from Toy Story guy because that has started some controversy and of course the best of social media where we literally give you the best of social media and you guys can always hit us up 818-293-7547-818-293-7547 or shoot us an email I'm at I-M-M-A-D at unafraidshow.com and we will get back with you. Um, so, uh, oh, and leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. Swipe up. Do all the great things to let us know we're doing a good job as well. Um, but we'll start today, Ralph, with the what happened with the Washington football team. So, you have, they had uh, their owner and the team be fined $10 million dollars. $10 million for their workplace inappropriacy. They uh, hit Daniel Snyder, the owner's wife, was is now been in charge of the team for over four months. They've made everybody, all of their senior staff, go through training to make sure that they're not having a toxic work environment. 
and Roger Good- and they issued a report, but the report the report is not going to be made public. You had the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, John Gruden, ultimately end up getting fired because of his emails to then Washington football president, Bruce Allen. But Roger Goodell wants us to believe that there is nothing else in the emails, Ralph. Do you believe him? No, of course not. I don't. I also have genuine questions about Roger Goodell volunteering that the league wasn't behind the leak. Uh, to get John Gruden out of there, then if the leak wasn't behind the leak, then they should have come out and they should have condemned it. They should do some type of internal review to figure out what happened because the only ins- the only reason that you would not look for who leaked this uh, to protect your own interests in the event that anybody else could get caught up in anything else, assuming these emails leak, the only reason that you're not just sitting back comfortable that no more are coming is if you did it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, the, this whole thing of Roger Goodell saying the league wasn't behind the leak, then prove it. Figure yeah, out he's, what happened. Because I think some people have missed the point is that John Gruden was collateral damage. They were looking into the Washington football team and 40 women who have filed suit against the team. And then Roger Goodell at the press conference today, well, yesterday, had this to say. He was like, no, no, no. The reason why we're not releasing the report is to protect the victims. And so we're very conscious of making sure that we're protecting uh, those that came forward. Uh, They were incredibly brave, incredibly open. um, And we respect the pain that they probably went through all over again uh, to come forward. And so... Uh, that was a, a very high priority for us. Second would be, um, you know, our focus and our focus remains is to make sure that all our clubs uh, operate at the highest levels as far as our workforce and workplace and making sure that we set the highest standards. We actually spent some time talking about that today. That would sound good, right? until you find out that the lawyer representing 40 of those women said, no, 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 fine. No, re- release it. We want you to, re- to, to release it. Ralph, it, th- this has gotten so ugly because the league knows that in those 650,000 emails that there, is, that there would be collateral damage if those emails came out. So the question is what's in those emails? And should they be released? I don't. <laughs> I don't know if they should be released. Um, there should maybe be an independent uh, review board that can address any major issues. Um, but you would have to because let's say there are victims. Let's say there's, you know, you wouldn't release photos of nude Washington cheerleaders. No, you You can redact that. There's some stuff like what happened with Demoris Smith. Like, did, do you think he wanted people seeing that stuff? Or do you, would you have thought that he would have hoped that the people that he considers colleagues would have, either a not done it in the first place or b addressed it and reported it instead of leaking it out through the media to where he has to be talked about and embarrassed. I don't, I, as somebody who, and you, you know, my whole motto, tell the truth or somebody will tell it for you. I don't necessarily think that everything is for everybody. Yeah. I think, I, I I think that private that, emails but, are private emails. Yeah. But the and prob- I think that you should be decent enough in the workplace to, report issues of racism and but sexism. But that's the problem misogyny. is that they don't do it because there are no consequences for it. Is that is that yeah, private emails should be private, right? But at the same time if those private emails are creating a situation in the workplace where it's a dangerous workplace and also, right? Here is the biggest thing about privacy. Is that privacy is important. But the, but you have people who are uh, who are either racist, hold hate in their heart for people, di- di- disdain for people, whatever it is for other groups of people 
who are in charge of making hiring and firing decisions, right? That's the issue. It's not just the issue of that these emails are private. The problem is, is that you have people who are, who hold hate or malice in their heart or even known to to themselves. Because I do understand some of this stuff. We all have our subconscious bias and all of that. But the idea that those people have control over other people's livelihoods, that has to be exposed because you can secretly and quietly impact other people's lives when when this stuff is not out in the open about the leadership and the leadership has to be held to a higher standard than the normal man. Yes. Yes. I just, how do you deal? How do you deal with issues that would create peripheral embarrassment or shame or, or something like that? You know, what do you do? Do you, do you have somebody go through and redact certain things before releasing it to the public is the public the right place for it no. to be? I okay. See, see, here's but 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 here's the thing, is that the public sometimes is the only way to judge. And, and granted, I do know sometimes the public goes overboard, but sometimes the public is the only way to fully understand because if you are having a private review panel, they can just say. You know, they can sweep some stuff under the rug. So so I think that there's an element of it that needs to be public and then an element of it because everybody doesn't need to know what's in the sausage, how the sausage is made because they just want to eat it and it tastes good. But here is the next problem for the NFL is that Al is that Mark Davis, who's the owner and president of the Las Vegas Raiders, who had to fire his head coach had this to say about the emails coming out. Do you want to see it? Um, probably. Yeah. I, I think that there should be. Yeah. Did you like, especially with some of the things that were, uh, I guess, uh, charged. Yeah, I, I believe so. I think people believe that, that deserve it, especially the people that were quote victims. Yep. He's 100% right. And do you think, though, that I th- well, I think that part of the reason why he feels like that is because Roger Goodell said that, yeah, the, uh, that the team had the Washington football team had been held accountable because they got a $10 million fine. And I'm like, that's not necessarily being held accountable. And he's like, well, the team hasn't been in his control. It's been in his wife's control. That's his control. Right. And if anybody knows anything about like nepotism in football ownership, it's Mark Davis. He knows he knows that Tanya Snyder, even even if she is completely capable, which I think over time we found certain family members of original ownership groups to be like Michael Bidwill in in Arizona, by all accounts, is uh, um, even better. Um, for for uh, Arizona uh, than his father was, um, you know, the but the idea that somebody in your family would be the best person for the job to run a billion dollar business with a thousand employees is is laughable. You know, as good as I ever do at anything, the likelihood that just because somebody shares my last name, that they would be the best choice to to, to handle that, you know, yeah, but I think who's that's the, caused more trouble in our yeah, country you think than that it has that's good. Gonna, yeah. But do you think that that is like, you don't think she's going home and talking to him about it? Oh, of course she is. That's the point oh. is that it hadn't changed. He's like, well, he hadn't been in, in control of the team. Yes, he is. And that doesn't mean right. that his wife's not her own person, but he probably ran stuff by, by her prior and vice vice versa. This didn't change anything that's just a fake token uh, uh thing and we also and, ha- and assuming maybe it's even possible that it's being run better that's more of an indictment of dan snyder than it is any indication that that, <laughs> that tanya snyder is the best person for the job and to clean up the the mess that happened under her husband's nose um I, look i my whole worry with this is that the type of thing that we're dealing with 
Uh, and Mark Davis should be upset because his team faced more consequences than Washington. Yep. Um, but the, the, the thing that I continue to be concerned with is that everybody's like, Oh, we want to take a look at this. We want to take a look at this. Well, well, the, the topic at hand in large part is a massive privacy violation tantamount to what I would consider to be an actual crime involving, uh, Washington football team cheerleaders. Yep. Like, no, I don't want to see that. It's like, I don't want to yeah. see the Aaron and Andrews video. Like, I don't, I don't need to see, I don't think making, and I know that obviously it wouldn't, that they wouldn't publish those things directly, but like, I, I think that the, there should be a select group of people that should be able to access this that aren't directly affiliated with the NFL because it's really hard to trust the NFL when their fingerprints are all over this, when it was people who were affiliated with the NFL employed by the NFL who were all involved in this in, in the first place. I'm not saying that it needs to turn into a whole, like a, a like a exterior baseball investigation where you appoint somebody who, you know, is a special prosecutor to come in and do the same thing as far as private business goes. But at the same time, it, it has to be, it can't just be for public consumption because we're all going to have different demands based on the context of a million different things that becomes public to us. I just, at the, I'm, I'm not saying protect the privacy of the people who are dumbasses. I'm saying protect the privacy of the people who might be adversely affected by this stuff coming out. So now, now there's the idea of what should be done to to owners, right? Because if you force them to, to to sell, yes, they lost a prize possession, right? That's hard to get, very right. hard to get for for even billionaires. But at the same time, they go away with a multi billion dollar windfall. So, but but it's there. So I don't think that you should be, you know, that you can do anything about how much money they make off it because they made a good investment. But the but now after you've had Cal McNair, the Texans owner using an anti-Asian racial slur at the at a team function. You got the Robert Sarver rumors. Yeah, like what what should be done to owners in these situations? I think that heavy fines need, need to be levied and also Dock them draft picks. If you start docking them draft picks, that's how you hit them hard. That's how you hit them hard. Docking. That's assuming that's assuming that the ownership cares anything about anything other than returns. Mm. For the longest time, you talk about Robert Sarver. For the longest time, the Suns were uh, the worst product in in the NBA, and the and, and it didn't he matter. Be like, oh well, it's it's fine. I don't have to pay another first round pick. Yeah, he he purchased the team with a consortium of people for 400 million, 17, 18 years ago, the current valuation off of an NBA finals trip is over 1.7 billion. He's winning regardless of whether or not the team is winning as are most of these owners. Bill Maher talked about just selling his stake in the New York Mets after a year long, uh, period of them doing capital calls to, for all of the different owners within the ownership group to pour money in because baseball was losing money. And when Bill Maher turned around and sold his stake in the Mets, his words, I made out like a bandit anyway. This is an appreciating asset regardless. It's going to be an enormous windfall. You can only help somebody by forcing them to sell. All of a sudden they become uh, liquid and they, they might not have that appreciating asset anymore, but they're set for 400 lifetimes. So there is, there is not necessarily an appropriate punishment. I, I think the, the most that you could do to somebody is not force them to tell, sell the team, but force them to actually surrender a portion of their ownership. Mm. And to, then to, have to who and, though? It, it put it up essentially at, at auction and then the proceeds go to charity or something. So it's not like, you know, so you're, you're taking an actual piece of the team away from them, which affects the appreciation mm. over time. I don't know if I, I don't know as a, as a business owner, I don't know if I like that, bro, that, ugh. but, but I guess that goes to the fact that you should not be a creepazoid that, that, that you should not right. be a person who's doing these sorts of things. Um, all right, the this just I mean, because suspending an owner, what what does suspending an owner do? 
Not when nothing when they can just name their wife CEO of the team. Nothing. Yeah. When you can just say, have a proxy. Dock them draft picks and find the money. If you do both of those, they'll stop. They they will fix what and if you and if the fines are heavy enough, they will stop doing it. I mean, it's it, it, it's like Tesla, where Tesla, the dude who was experiencing the racism and all that stuff at Tesla, got a hundred plus million dollar settlement, right? If he got a five million dollar settlement, that doesn't really impact Tesla. Like they'll be like, okay, we'll pay it. And, but a hundred plus million dollars that they have to 127, I think it is, have to pay out. That's going to get some emails sent. That's going to get some doing done. They're going to be like, hold up. No, 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 no. We can't add this again, player. What would you think of a reverse morality clause that can be triggered by the league? So, you know, you can get fired for cause, obviously, which which negates your ability to receive a payout. Uh, players can be cut. But what if in their contracts was built in the ability to opt out based on the misdeeds of their bosses and their franchise? So let's say that you had a $200 million quarterback in year one of their contract and your owner and your GM get caught sending, sending nude photos of cheerleaders to their friends. That would trigger a morality clause opt out in which you could say, I don't want to be on this team anymore. Oh my no God. For that whatsoever. Bro, so you're, you so got you, the answer, Ralph. You got the answer. Be- oh, yes. Imagine if the something came. I'm not saying suggesting that the Bills ownership is doing anything wrong. But I'm saying like because he's just the latest quarterback yeah. who's gotten a deal. And Josh Allen, if something came out about him like the Washington football team with Daniel Snyder paying a lady almost $2 million for something he did to her on, on his plane, right? Yeah. And he's he's like cool. I don't. I I I had a mother who experienced this, or my sister, or whatever wife. Just or I don't stand for this. I'm yeah. out of this team, bro. That be who talk about punitive, bro. And it's not a holdout. It's a it's a morality clause opt out that the NFL can trigger. Like, all right, any players on your team that don't want to be part of this uh, th- this toxic environment, like they have the ability to leave. And imagine what would happen if three of your five star players all knew that that even if they were playing well, they could level up. Josh Allen and a couple other people were were like, "Oh yeah, we're we're out, player." After the after the season, just letting you know, just in case you were wondering, that might actually force owners to sell. Hmm. Yeah, because that you would the 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 weird thing about fans is they're almost never going to side with the players on an individual basis, um, they root for the laundry, right? But if it's a group of players, then you almost don't like when, when the Clippers were all dumping their jerseys at mid court during the whole Donald Sterling, you know, fiasco, if you're a Clippers fan, you can't just single out one player and say like, well, you want to be discontent, go be discontent somewhere else. Yeah. If there's nobody to wear the laundry. You can't be a fan of the laundry. Yes. And then the answer is, okay, we can't get rid of all the players. So then let's get rid of the problem. Like, because that's what fans point to. They point to the problem. They're like, let's get rid of the problem so we can get back to doing what what we do. Right. All right. Um, Speaking of the problem, the NBA had its own problem. And that was with the foul calls, man. I was growing so discontent. As an NBA fan, with watching James Harden flop all over the place, go up under people's arms just to get a foul, and then and then be like, "Oh, foul!" and or jumping into people like if a like a defender jumps up and he's got his vertical plane, and then the defender jumps into him just to try to shoot it to get a foul. Bro, I could not have been more uh, like the NBA has now changed that rule. They're not calling those fouls. Free throw shooting is down. That means you got to make more buckets. Bro, I could. And James Harden is upset. I could care less. I love it. Okay. Um, I think it's too much too fast, but I understand what you're where you're coming from. You complained about it for a really long time. It's not like this is anything new, but big, big. However, the, the, the number of players that are being affected and the way that they're being affected seems to be a little bit overkill. 
No, dude. And it's still we only have pretty- two players over ten free throw attempts per game. Two, and then the next closest is seven, and I love it. This is the way okay. it should well, be. Well, there was only there there was only one last year. It was Joel Embiid. So it's not like it's it it, it they it was almost like they were slowly doing it over time. It's that the overall scoring is being completely thrown off because the the style of play has so rapidly changed. You're you're taking ten points a game off of James Harden's total. Uh, you, even even Devin Booker is way down. Harden I worry about because he's the poster child for this. Harden I worry that they're just not calling anything. Yep. Because he does draw a lot of contact on the drive. Part of that's just the ambidextrous uh thing that he's able to do. Um which, you know, is him taking advantage of the rules as they are written. Contact in the air draws feeble, a foul. But it, it feels like they're going beyond. Are the answer. Feeble rules are the answer. You you saw what happened to the Olympic team when they couldn't get these ticky-tack fouls? Go get buckets. They are the greatest players in the world. They can go get buckets. Make them go get buckets. And stop Were you letting, on the letting verge? manipulate the rules. Were you on the verge of not watching basketball anymore? It... it not not anymore. I think that that's an overreaction, but it definitely lowered my basketball consumption because I, I would not watch Harden, Harden play very often. Couldn't. Couldn't do it. I mean, same same thing with Trey Young. Oh, and I like Trey Young. But it, it just disrupts the flow of the game so much. And you're just like, okay, so I'm just going to sit up here and watch a free throw shooting con- contest instead of the best players in the world display their skills constantly? Yeah, no, it's a no for me. But you really think that James Harden went from averaging 11 free throw attempts two years ago to three free throw attempts so far this year, and that's natural? You don't no, think no, they're no, going no, too he's, far with it? No, no, he's not. Since he's been in Brooklyn, his free throw attempts have been down. Like, it's not even... Like, like, that's the thing about it is that his free throw attempts are down because that's what he's not choosing to. Well, he's going to have the ball less too because you have you have other people on the team, Kyrie when he shows up, and and Kevin Durant that can create off the dribble. So the offense doesn't need to run through him, but he's got twelve free throw attempts through four games. That's that. You think that that's sustainable? No. Okay. So last year he averaged 6.3, right? Yeah. And um, down from 11, over 11 the year before. No, no, no. I'm sorry. He averaged 7.3 last year. And yeah, down from 11. And that was just from the move from Houston to Brooklyn because he had other people around him that needed to take shots like Kevin Durant. So and Kyrie Kyrie Irving. So, but the but the down to three, like overall in the league, the the average amount of free throws per player has only dropped like a like points somewhere between point six and point eight free throws a game. So we're not even talking about a whole free throw a game, but when you add that up per person, that's a lot of free throws over the course of a game, which makes the game flow a lot better as it should. Okay, well, you got guys like Damian Lillard, who averaged 29 last year, averaging 17 through three games this year. Well, he he's you know? also been shooting like he's like like he's been shooting with his eyes closed too. So, <laughs> like from the from the field, his field goal percentage is awful right now. So I, but it's the right. beginning of the well, season. Man, it, man, that that could just be it. You could have some of these guys that didn't get a full offseason because of playoffs and Olympics and whatnot. But Devin Booker's another one, 26 points down to 18 through three games this year. Something feels weird. And I don't know if it's directly correlative with with the, the way that things are being officiated. Um, but you, star players aren't necessarily like playing like stars right now. And I am interested to see if that um, if there's a correction over time or or it's a matter of exhaustion or the rules or what because it, it it's weird to see a huge dip in Harden stats, Booker's stats, Lillard stats. Um Joel Embiid is another one who 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 looks different than than last year and is well, shooting less he, He's also m- missing one of the better players in the NBA too. Oh, did, did was he getting a bunch of offensive help from 
No, but having him on the court, just having a better player on the court does help uh, another player's productivity. Um, Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, we have heard so many people talk about a civil war in politics. Oh, my God. See, look, January 6th. See, you, you people don't understand we're going to have a civil war just like we did in the 1700s. Yet, just like we did. And you're like, really? 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 18, 1800s. It's worse. It's worse when you hear people say that we just need to get it over with. We just need to. If it, there's all this division, we just need to, to, to get the fight over with. Okay. That's what I'm hearing a lot of. I don't think that people fully understand what a civil war is. You know what I mean? Like, like they don't understand what it maxi means to be at a civil war. 750,000 people died in the civil war, 750,000. And that's not even accounting the amount of people that were wounded. 504 deaths per day. Two, two and a half percent of the American population died. So if two and a half percent of the American population dies now, what are what are we looking at, Ralph? Like six million people? Like seven and a half. Seven yeah. and a half million. Yeah. Yeah. So, so seven and a half million population of Arizona gone. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like people who are talking about this civil war crap, dude, th- those people won't even sign up to go to the military. 
and it sounds all funny, funny games. But then the other side is who the hell is who who is who is the enemy? Are Democrats going to going to start shooting Republicans in Walmart? Are are Republicans going to start shooting into pit? Like it's absolute insanity, dude. And people have let's talk about let's let's talk about why we're talking about this. So people don't think that we're we're talking about seven and a half million people dying over the NBA free throw issue. Okay, let me. Okay, I'll play the Charlie Clark Kirk sound. Yeah, that's a good Charlie Kirk was speaking, and then a man asked this question: "Fascism. This is tyranny. When do we get to use the guns?" No, and I'm and, I, and I'm not. That's not a joke. I'm not saying it like that. I mean, literally, where's the line? How many elections are they going to steal before we kill these people? So no, I, I, I no, hold on. I, I'm no, stop. Hold on. And now I'm going to denounce that and tell you why. Because you're playing into all their plans, and they're trying to make you do this. At least Charlie Kirk was like, oh, you ain't going to get me sued, partner. You're not dragging right. me down with these people. The, ba- the the smattering of applause and cheers. Because I have seen a lot of conservative people trying to say online, oh, that dude's definitely like a Fed. That's an FBI agent trying to discredit all of Turning Point USA and see if they can uh, Charlie spew some violent rhetoric. Um. And even if that is, what about the people clapping? Because <laughs> some people definitely responded positively um, to that. George, are we going to have a civil war because of some idiots? No, dude. He's he's like, at what point in time do we start shooting? Shooting who? Who, Ralph? Who? Who? Your next door neighbor? Who the, who the guy that you work with? It's like, come on, man. Like, like people, people, they get these grand ideas in their mind because they're upset and frustrated with whatever's happening in the world. And you have a right to feel like that. But anybody who's in your life that's talking like, like, like this, tell them to shut the fuck up. That, that, that <laughs> dude, for real, tell them and, 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 and make them understand and tell them like you're, and granted, there are people who would go out there shooting, and I, I do because there are crazy people all the world. But and in mass, like, come on, bro! Like, like most most people, it sounds all fun and games until somebody is actually shooting back, or until somebody else, until you have to, you know, uh, get into a war with the guy that you like at work. And people, people don't want to be violent like that. That's not natural. That's not in our human nature. Nah, these people that 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 that's my whole thing about uh this is gonna sound like I'm not taking January sixth seriously, but neither were the people who did it. They were they had taken over the Capitol and they spent their time walking around taking selfies. Those people all went back to like pillow top mattresses at a decent motel that night before they eventually got arrested and, and rounded up by the FBI. People don't actually want this there's so many practical i'll have friends say this sometimes like it feels like we're on the verge of a civil war or i've I've had some conservative friends say like oh you know they don't want any of this you know the side with all the guns and uh and i i i to me it's always about specifics it's always about specifics it's less about telling them to shut the f up and more about getting them to continue talking so that they can see that there is no plan in place there's no direction um, one of the things I always say is when somebody says like, you know, it's, uh, the time's coming when this is all going to come to a head, I say, mount up, homie. Like, w- what are you going to do? You're going to kill me. Are you going to kill me? Because you don't know. You don't know what side I'm on of if there was a, a civil war. If, and, and do you think that I'm not going to defend myself? And so, then the other thing is, dude, what side are you on? Be- because, because so, so, so like, let's say I'm a black, I'm, I'm a black man and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Let me go kill the black, the the black Democrat, the black Republican, the black in, in, um, uh, in, in, in independent. Wait, hold up. He's an Oregon fan. Ooh. Now what do I do? <laughs> you know what I mean? All like, the little different sects and tribes and ways yeah, that we identify yeah, ourselves. Yeah. Right, right. It's a, uh, wait, hold up. I'm a Republican. I am mad as hell. We're going to go kill. Oh, wait, hold up. That guy, that guy talks good things about the LBGTQ community, and I'm a member of that community. Ah, oh, can't, can't, can't get him. 
It's oh, yeah. The, that, it, it all reminds me of that meme where uh, where Wesley Snipes is crying a tear, holding a gun, and it's like me when I have to kill Tony Hawk during the race war. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> the one that Tony Hawk replied to. He's like, "Thanks for the hesitation," but like, it, here's the deal. Like, okay, in a civil war situation, what hospitals are going to admit wounded patients? Who is going to lead and be responsible for communications? Uh, munitions, yeah. supplies, overall organization. Is there going to be a general? Is there going to be a central hub? Um, is there going to be specific battlefields? Or are we going to operate with the understanding that whichever side is in control of the federal government is going to be able to find you and drone you in less than five seconds? Like, if we get into the actual practicalities of what a full scale domestic fight would look like in america in 2021 you get to the point whoever has control of the federal government it's it's over it's over immediately and honestly like if you look at other civil wars that have happened in the world within the last few years let's look at syria right syria had uh, an issue in which its president was saying these are terrorists that we are bombing and gassing in our own cities and the people who were being bombed and gassed were like, no, we're just against a government that would bomb and gas its own people and outsiders trying to figure out what the truth was, was an absolute mess. But meanwhile, in the cities in which those conflicts were not happening, people were going on vacation, drinking champagne, having the time of their lives because it's segmented. If there's a civil war, it might only happen in Louisville. It might not have anything to do with what's going on in Seattle or Los Angeles or Jacksonville, Florida. And those people aren't necessarily going to take up arms if they don't feel like it has anything to do with them. The idea that you can large scale organize all of these people and get them to enter into a life of discomfort when we are the fattest, happiest country on earth, no matter how much we bicker, is cartoonish. That's why you only ever have these lone wolf attacks and one-offs and, and, and things like that. Uh, people like Timothy McVeigh blowing up federal buildings. It's because you can't, you can't have a group of people organize and try because to do something somebody like is going to, they're going to, they're going to be like, yeah, I agree with you, but to a point I got like, I'm like, I'm with you, but I'm only seven out of 10 with you. I'm not 10 out of 10. You hear me? And, right. and as soon as you cross a line that I'm not with, I'm out. And in the mid 1800s, George, when you left your house to go to the battlefield, you weren't leaving electricity behind. You weren't yeah. leaving air conditioning behind. Yeah, you, you weren't were leaving, leaving a Uber similar situation. Yeah, it sucked. It was a worse situation, but it wasn't a good situation that you came from. Yeah, so, it's it it's it's literally never happening. And so the people who fantasize about this either shut up or mount up because I'm I am I'm I'm just sick of hearing it. The idea that like oh we we would win if. Like, who is we? You're not doing anything. If you were going to do something, you'd have already done it. Yeah, right, right. Like, we, 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 you speak French now? Um, <laughs> there was more controversy and and discontent over a movie, people, over a movie. Do we need to do we cancel? Cancel, cancel, cancel? Or is there a justified consequence? Let's find out now. Um, this is Buzz Lightyear. Disney Pixar is coming out with a movie, Buzz Lightyear. Yes, Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story, and this has caused an issue. Okay, status. Booster. Go. GNC. Go. Fido. Go. Guidance. Go, fight. Cabin pressurization is underway. As we prepare for ignition. Flight recorders are on. T-minus five. Four. So we have a Buzz Lightyear movie coming. Ralph, tell the people why this is a problem or why this is being what the canceler consequence is here. So a Buzz Lightyear origin story, not of the toy, but the actual uh, person that inspired the toy in the fantasy Pixar universe of Toy Story is not going to be voiced by Tim Allen. Do you do you think 
that Tim Allen's personal conservative politics have led to Pixar moving on from him and instead selecting Chris Evans, Captain America, to be the new voice of Buzz Lightyear. I have no idea, bro. I literally have no idea. Is it possible? Yes. Is it possible that Tim Allen said he didn't want to do it? Yes. Is it possible Tim Allen asked for too much money? Yes. Is it possible that he's working on another movie when they wanted to do it and they didn't really want him anyway? Yes. I mean, there are a thousand possibilities. Could Tim Allen have had COVID, not wanted to comply with the COVID policies that that the that the uh that, that the studio has. I mean, there's like 50,000 possible reasons. And so did his politics. It, I don't know. I don't know. This is just absolute insanity that people are upset about this. I get the questions, but so what? How many times, dude, I had to live through a new Aunt Viv on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And if I made it through that, I can make it through a, a an animated actor changing from one voice to another voice. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tim Allen can speak for himself, and I, I've I've watched a lot of people get worked up all you know a bunch of different times, like when Last Man Standing wasn't renewed, and they're like, oh, he's being punished for 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 his ideas and politics. And Tim Allen, who can speak for himself, has never said that that was the case. He's never come out and said that the the reason that he's not voicing buzz lightyear in this prequel has anything he didn't say anything against chris evans he's made a ton a ton a ton of money off of off of pixar he continues to work in hollywood and tim allen is one of those guys that just doesn't like taxes deducted from his paycheck like that's the type of conservative that tim tim allen is the grover norquist don't tax me under any circumstances um style conservative and so I, I i don't think so but i am seeing a lot of people argue online and inject their own politics into the situation because chris evans is an outspoken can, can hollywood liberal stop, type. can people stop like speaking for other people like there are like a week ago or no it was like two weeks ago some uh, a white guy go go goes on he's like this is offensive to black people like you guys need to stop that i was like really no, actually, like, like, how about you let us tell you and then you pick up the mantle and help us from from uh, there. But 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 don't try to tell me what's offensive. Dude, th- this is like Demi Lovato talking about we need to stop using the term aliens. It is it is offensive to actual extraterrestrials like what? What? How do we know? Like, like, who know that dude Trevor Noah made a great point about this. Like. How do you know that they're not even just going to watch our movies and be like, that's what you think we look like? That's what you think we sound like? I mean, bro, like, how can you speak for what aliens, actual, not not human, where, where we used to call them illegal aliens, and now we call them what whatever other term that people undocumented. want. Undocumented. Yeah, undocumented, whatever. Whatever term that is acceptable politically correct now. How can you speak for freaking extraterrestrials? Like, stop. Like, it's got to stop somewhere. Like, like that is where wokeness goes wrong. People just want a reason to uh, to get their side out and like to make Tim Allen your champion or even all this time that Colin Kaepernick isn't out there speaking for himself. But everybody else wants to invoke his name in every cause. I, I, I'm with you 100 percent. We should let people say what they have to say. I'm not going to be mad for Tim Allen, if Tim Allen comes out and said, like, they didn't even ask me and I'm offended, I'd be like, you know what? That's 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 some bullshit. Will I see the movie? Probably because it's not a remake. It's not a remake. It's a prequel. Um, But but at the same time, like, I'm not going to let like celebrity and studio beef impact my right. My personal life, just so that I can get a few political hot takes off. Um, Is there liberal bias in Hollywood? Yeah. yeah. Yes. 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 There is. is Tim Allen still getting work? Yes. Yeah. He he's really good at what he does. <laughs> if they can make money off you, they don't care. Correct. The that's exa- 
prime example, bro. That's why people are like, well, the, the NFL owners, there's zero chance they could be racist. They employed so many black millionaires. Yeah, because they get to make billions. People will let you make, <laughs> will give you money, even if they don't like you, if you can make money for them in droves. All right. Right. And you talk about like all the all the people who uh, uh, th- that used to be the defense of um, racists and uh, plantation owners, slave owners like, wow, would they let some live in the house? Like, yeah, because the dinner wasn't going to make itself. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they were getting something out of it. They did not consider uh, them to be on equal footing <laughs> or even human. Right. Like that's no. not. That's not what's going on here. Yep. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, now it is time for the best of social media, where we literally show you the best things from social media. Now, 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 now. here's the best of social media. The first thing up is... This is trash talk in a fight. Oh, this is trash talk in a in an actual boxing match. This dude who is in a fur coat with clear braces. Uh, dude, I, I, I just I just can't like th- this is clearly an act, clearly a show. And listen to what this dude has to say. If your kids are in the car, earmuffs. Man, I just want to say I'm excited to be here on Showtime, you know what I mean? I might be, honestly, the youngest, well, I mean, as far as, like, record-wise, like, as far as, like, all the YouTubers and stuff, with the exception of them, I might be the pay-per-view fighter with the, le- with the least amount of fights, you know? But, I mean, you guys are going to see the summer fight. I'm going to knock this, this dwarf the fuck out. 
That's how it is. You hear that? I'm gonna knock you the fuck out. Flatline. You know how it is. You damn fucking scared? What the fuck am I scared of? You literally. Man. You a stupid fucking dwarf, man. I'm telling you, man. I can't even mess with your fucking head. I can't even mess with your fucking head. It's so fucking big, like this fucking big. And your fucking little T Rex arms, man. My dick's longer than your fucking arms. Yeah. That is some of the worst trash talk I've ever heard in my life. And also, and as a person with a speech impediment, I feel like I have the right to say this. <laughs> you cannot talk trash on a high level with a lisp. Unless you are Mike Tyson, who is the most dangerous man in the world at some point in time. Like, this dude, when you look at him, he does not look like he could kill a man with his bare hands, flatline you. Mike Tyson, you, everybody actually believed that, including most of his opponents. But that's, that was still high-level trash talk from no, Mike Tyson. No, it wasn't. A good, it, the, the delivery was so bad. I'm going to eat your children? Oh, oh, you're talking about Mike Tyson. Michael Tyson, Oh, yes. yeah, oh, yeah. Bruh, because you actually believed he would eat your kids. He bit a man's <laughs> ear. He bit a man's ear in a fight. He bit it clean off like part of the ear. So you're you're saying like if it, as long as the person is uh as long as the person is like certified. If you're yes. certified. Okay, cuz I I've heard some pretty hardcore trash talk from people with uh, with, with speech issues. I mean, is there a greater burn in history than Kip Dynamite saying your mom goes to college? Come on now. Wait, what? Have you not seen Napoleon Dynamite? Yes. Right. The Ki- Kip, your mom goes to college. I don't remember why that was funny. I haven't seen it in forever. Oh, come on now. See, you're not up with, with, with the... Uh, the LDS humor pop culture from the early 2000s. How are we going to have a successful podcast? <laughs> but here, here's the I'm issue. I'm supposed Since to know speechless. LDS humor? You're supposed to know uh, uh, who Kip Dynamite is. Okay, your mom goes to... I do remember people saying that, but I don't remember why it was funny. All right. It it, it was funny because he had a lisp. Anyway, so uh, is this good trash talk? I mean... What's the whole point of trash talk to get in somebody's head? Yes. Right. There, Are you telling me that, that that dude, that did not get into Javante Davis's head. That, that just, I think he, he went like, home and thought about it for a while. It looks like a clown show, dude. You, you're just like, okay, this guy's trying to sell a fire. All right. All right. Like it, it, that was a nothing burger trash, trash talk. My 15 year old has better trash talk than that. But isn't that the point? Like, that's just it. A man could go up there in a fur coat with a lisp, sounding like he's Trash on Quaaludes. supposed to make you and mad. And call you a dwarf. I would be... <laughs> I would be mad. I'd be mad I even had to be in the same room. Dude, dude d- d- this dude is like the... Um, is like the... I don't know what his ethnicity is, but he, whatever his ethnicity is, he is that version of... of um, Malibu's most wanted. If somebody calmly called you a, if somebody calmly called you a dwarf repeatedly, uh, and at a press conference and never, dude? never no. raised their voice. <laughs> okay, dude. If Shannon Sharp did it, then yeah, he would probably have my feathers ruffled. So you respond. You respond to the energy. Yes. You respond to the energy. But yes. that's just it. Like the energy to me is bloviating. If you gotta yeah, yell the at somebody, can be co- no, 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 no. You don't have to be yelling to have good energy. Good energy can be displayed sometimes without even saying a word. This dude, there's nothing believable about this guy. Nothing. No, the aviators and the clear braces and the fur coat, dude. He's fake. Didn't do he's it for fake. you. He's fake. Um. All right. Uh, what if he wins? Of- then, then what are you going to say? What if he, he wins? He, he won't. It's, what it's if he not. wins by knockout and the next time he talks trash the exact same way? 
think it'll be more effective? It's not happening. I can't even live in a (laughs) a mental space where that's possible. Are Um, you more, are you more likely to watch the fight than you were before? Yes. Why? Because I want to see Javante Davis knock his face off now. At at first I didn't (laughs) care. All right. So how is it not? How is it not effective? It didn't affect the fighter. It now has made me interested (laughs) in the fight though. You're because I'm like, money. who is this idiot, dude? <laughs> You're about this, to put money in this man's pocket. This, this dude is like Prince Prince uh, Prince Nasir, who would come out dancing and all, <laughs> and then get his face knocked off. That's what I. That's what I want to see. Um, another controversial thing that happened on the best of social media, but this is probably the worst of social media. Um, this young lady, her, <laughs> she said her father died. And then at the funeral, she's like posting. Um, she she was po- posting uh, butt shots and all of this stuff. Is she out of line? Uh, for posing in front of her father's casket open for likes. Casket. Yep, in front of his open casket for the gram. Uh. I wanted to, I, I don't know. Well, I don't know what you want me to say here. Like, he's not going to be mad. I would get up out of my casket and whoop her ass. <laughs> like, like if you don't get your stupid, get out of here. I would, I would, I, I would go to, I would go to God and be like, God, can you like just disable her from social media? Like a one year ban where, where Facebook can't even fix it, where Instagram can't even fix it. At what point do you look at your Instagram and say, like, I've got almost 12,000 likes. I must have did something right here posing in uh, high fashion in if front of my are, father's if casket. If you are judging likes by by doing the right thing, then you are then you are sadly mistaken because people will co-sign your BS. All right. The last. Right, well, make sure to like, share and subscribe. The Rice to Wrong podcast. Yes. Um, all right. The last thing up is this man. So I've always wondered, like, you don't need a commercial license to drive a U-Haul, but they may want people to get them after you have, because this is a video that I feel like has happened 50,000 times. This man is driving a U-Haul into a garage that's clearly too small he runs into the uh, sprinkler system above <laughs> and then tries to back out. And the longer that you watch this video, because, because at first you're like, oh, I've seen a million of these vi- videos. Somebody running into a place. Oh, and then he, ru- <laughs> and then he runs up like something that, that puts the car off balance and then does it again. Bro, I, what is this person thinking? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't and know. Then there was water that comes out. Well, well, actually, first, brown stuff starts leaking from the ceiling. I, I'm assuming it's a sewer pipe, right? It's oxidized. It's the water that just sits in the pipe, uh, in the sprinkler pipe, because obviously the sprinklers aren't always going off in, in parking garages. So the water that just sits in the pipe gets oxidized or whatever. And so it came out all brown and then it gets washed off by the fact that they set the, they set the sprinkler system up for the entire parking garage this video is incredible um and if you if you've never been to it 11foot8.com it's a it's a a website where these couple of mounted cameras outside an office building um are filming an 11foot8 bridge uh, that has like a trestle in front of train tracks that trucks run into on average, like once every couple of weeks. And it just, it's called the can opener bridge and it just rips the top of the truck off. You could get uh, a, a solid half an hour of, of uh, cry filled laughter out of going to that website. If, if you think this is funny, um, dude, somebody- they, they, the, the bridge on there has a damn, it's like, <laughs> it's they got a yellow thing that is alerting people like don't do this people don't do this and they still do it like i just looked at the website right now this is madness 
funniest website in the world. That bridge is actually in North Carolina, and I, I, I am going to visit it. I would be as excited seeing the 11 bridge as I would seeing. So are they like so so? So here's my question. Are they lying about the uh, height? Because it says 11 foot eight, right? But the, yeah. but the sign in front of it says 12 foot four. So they, they spent several million dollars raising it six inches since it had caused so much damage. And they did that about a year ago. Um, spent a ton of money raising it six inches and people still get caught under it. Absolute craziness, dude. That, that that sounds like the people, <laughs> the dude who got the hiker who got lost for twenty four hours, with who had cell phone service because you're a moron. All right, um, you guys, that's Reister or wrong for the day. I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Hampton. Peace out. Catch you guys on Friday. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.